What does it mean to thrive? It's all about the mindset. This week on Thrive in the Future. Welcome to Thrive in the Future podcast. Positive solutions to help you thrive. Designing your intentional life, homesteading, gardening, and rediscovering culture and tradition. Check out Thriver News. It's thriving community news without the noise. It's longer form articles where Perpin and I share how to thrive and how to live that abundant life. So this week, there's an article about how to grow in chestnuts from trees, how to forage, sprout, and transplant chestnuts. My whole side hustle is based on this, and it's got a step-by-step with pictures on how I do it. There's also an article about the days grow shorter and the nights are getting long. It's embracing the change in seasons, and it aligns a little bit about what we're talking about in this episode. That's at Thriver News, Thriver.News. Check it out. I walked out on my porch in the morning, and two weeks ago, there was several days where it was below 20 degrees, so we've had a hard freeze. Everything looks crunchy, but yet I see abundance just walking just a few feet off of my porch. I see plantains still sticking up from the grass. I went over to the different gardens. There's still oregano that if I covered it with straw, I could probably have fresh oregano all wintertime. Although it's looking pretty sad, I still have rock arugula in the garden. And some people say that kale and those greens get sweeter and they have a different taste after the first frost because the sugars get concentrated in the leaves. The key is, is that there's abundance all around. And one of the things about thriving is to have a mindset of abundance. It's not about lack. It's not about scrambling to prep some more. I mean, preparation is good. Being resilient and having backups is good. But what gets you through and what gets you to thriving is having abundance and an abundance mindset. So your preps, your garden, your land should bring you peace. Sure, you look at it with, like Spirico says, there's a resilience and their self-sufficiency and we'll talk about that in a different episode and you're not going to get 100% on all of those things so you'll want to augment those with community but what the key is and this is the lesson learned we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the fight the fear episode is the mindset that you have lots of people myself included had plenty of preps during COVID when the lockdowns happened We could have just sat there and watched it and not really been anxious or whatever else. But a lot of people, including myself, went out and prepped some more. Not that that's necessarily bad, but that's not the peace mindset. It goes beyond the thriving instead of surviving. Thriving instead of surviving sounds like just another slogan that can be used to sell you something. But it goes to the root of the mindset. Do you have peace? Do you have that mental resilience when times get tough? So part of it comes from getting the skills for handling what may come. And part of it is being satisfied with what you have. But it all goes back to the same mantra that that Shudra has. Get out of debt. Plant trees cultivate gardens, and tend livestock. Now that makes a great internet meme and a great tweet on Twitter, but 
when it comes down to it, if you have those things, especially getting out of debt, then you can absorb more of the tough times. So we're at the end of the year. The harvest, for the most part, has been brought in. And we're looking back. Was it perfect? No. That gap, that lack, that imperfection is where family and friends and faith come in to fill that gap. Tough times will come. 2024 is going to be rough. We know with the election and everything else, both sides won't probably accept the the outcome. And every year the weeks of want come. That period in March where people usually ran out of stored food. But now stop and give thanks and feast and celebrate the thriving year. So some of you may have wondered what happened to Perpend. And so I'll give you an update. So Perpin became Orthodox Christian, moved to Kansas City so that he could be closer to the church and have more of an intentional community and be able to go to services every day. And he's been on a monastic path, meaning that he is on the path to become a monk at a monastery. Now, this is a long path. It requires vows, and your life has changed. There's no coming back to regular life from that. And so you go for a week, two weeks, At the, it's usually no longer than two weeks, and then after that it's at the will of the abbot at the monastery on how long you stay. So he's gone several times, and I just received a card from him. He's currently at the New Mexico monastery, and he sent me a card and said that he's become a postulant, and this is the first official step in becoming a monk. I don't know all the details, but basically from what I understand on the internet, it's a a longer period. It's usually four to six months. And once again, it's at the will and direction of the abbot at the monastery. So being a postulant is, is the monastery right for you? Is this monastery right for you? And are you right for the monastery? Usually the next step is to become a novice monk and take the vows. So he's on that journey. If you feel so inclined, pray for him because he surely will need it. Some people say, why become a monk? Is it just retreat from the world? That's part of it. One of the things that I find really interesting is that it's said that the prayers of the monks at the monastery keep the world from going completely insane. One of the interesting things is he sent me a card and handwritten letter and It just boggles the mind how different a handwritten letter is. I hold it in my hand. It seems so tangible. It seems so personal. It's a totally different experience than, say, the superficiality of emails. It cries out to what we've lost. This coming week, November 20th, I am on the Doomer Optimism podcast with Jason Snyder. We talked about thriving. We talked about staying positive in a negative world. And we also talked about, can you really be self-sufficient? So check it out on the Doomer Optimism podcast. Hey, if you like this episode, leave us a tip on Venmo or Cash App at Thrive in the Future. Or go to our website, thriveinthefuture.com. There's a menu option at the top for leave a tip. And there's also PayPal options on there as well. Or join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Thrive in the Future. You get early episodes and you get extras. Thank you. At Grow Nut Trees, I still have some chestnuts and some elderberry, as well as comfrey crowns and comfrey cuttings. That's at grownuttrees.com.
Are you thriving? Check out the Thriving Community Telegram group. It's where our community shares our solutions, our wins, and even our losses. Come and share your stories. Join by going to signup.thriveinthefuture.com. Thank you for listening to Thrive in the Future podcast. If you like what you hear, please click that like or subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at Thrive in the Future and also go to thriveinthefuture.com.